good evening and welcome to episode 11 of Chalk Talk here with Microbrew Radio. I hope you've all had a fantastic week and you're enjoying the sunshine. On Tuesday we had um, Jack the Wonder Whelan on the show. Um, if you've not listened to that yet, you can go on to Mixcloud. Every show stays on there, so go on to there, download the app and have a good listen. But on to tonight, our special guest in the studio is Keith Rudin. Welcome, Keith. How are you? All right, thank you. How's yourself? Yes, very well, thank you. Are you feeling uh, excited, a bit nervous? Uh, quite looking forward to it, to be fair. Oh, excellent stuff. You, you might say different when you see what questions have been sent in, but... <laughs> yes. <laughs> You'll be fine. Um, we've got lots to talk about, actually, <clears throat> including a new segment tonight that Keith actually uh, advised himself, and that is a quick-fire round that we're going to do in a bit, so hopefully you'll enjoy that. If you do have any questions, please pop them through www.microbrewradio.com. Or you can message myself directly through Facebook. So we'll get started, Keith. Um, originally, when you got into Paul, I know it was it was quite a lot later than the other guests I've had on the show. If you want to talk us through it, well, I'm originally uh, from Loughborough, not from Burton, and Loughborough was predominantly sort of snooker orientated. So I started off late teens playing snooker, uh, reasonable standard in the end. Um, really, the only time we got involved with Paul, bought a pool table into the snooker club. Ah, okay. so we used to have a little bit of a dash about that on a, before we went out for a few beers and uh, just started playing a little bit of local league, but nothing great really. I was by then working in Burton, uh, but commuting, so I was commuting from Loughborough to Burton mm-hmm. and sort of moved over here late 90s to live, was in the Blackpool one night and, and walked Wayne Shipley, who I didn't know from Adam, to be fair. And I was playing a bit of pool, challenged me to a game. We had a game and uh, he said, yeah, you're pretty decent. Why don't you come and have a game with us? And that was it, really. Oh, happy days. Straight in. Um, And, you know, what happened then in terms of, obviously since then, a lot's happened. Um, What was was the kind of next step in terms of... It was was quite quick. Um, We got into a team at the Blackpool. Like some mixture then, um, Mark Charlton, one or two others, and wasn't the top division, sort of playing sort of first, second division, and we quickly got in to playing for the Ocean Sea, which okay. was um, Steve Marshall, lads like that, um, and we went on first season with them. We won the we won the top division. Oh, brilliant. Was, Quite an achievement because obviously Ken had his side and Rob and John were playing for them, Scoot, Martin Beard, a lot of very good players. Yeah. And we managed to beat those in the penultimate game of the season. Oh, really? Uh, meaning we just needed to draw last game and oh. win the league. Um, it wasn't long after that that Ken was uh, knocking, knocking on the door. Knocking on the door. And uh, we then went, I believe, around about 2000, 2001 and started playing with, uh, which was then Premier A. Ah, okay. And... You know, I've obviously seen statistics and, and things that you've won over the last kind of week or so. And the 19 titles in a row. 19 top division titles in a row. Prem, think, Premier division titles. Yeah, I think in I think five various locations due to the club shutting down. I think we played... Four, I think we won four as Premier A, then went to Ocean A. Um, Ken decided to sell the club then. They moved to the Snooty Fox with Neil Brown. 
Uh-huh. Two, tli- two titles there. He then Neil moved on, so we went to Stretton Bowls Club for a season, and then we won nine at the Dart, which was uh, great times. Yeah, I mean, the team that you had, I mean, it, it make nineteen in a row makes sense, but it's a scary team. Um, you know, tell everyone your teammates in that in that time. It, it was whilst it was five different pubs, five different locations. It was pretty much the same six players, mm-hmm. well, five players. Um, Dave Fernandez, obviously not a bad lad to join up with. No. It was Robin John, uh, Scott West, Wayne Shipley, myself, and then Dave Fernandez. Dave Goodall was also playing as well with us. And we pretty much kept the same side all the way through. Yeah, and um, was it right that Ken was your captain throughout? Ken was massively important um, to the side. Ken, Ken was captain throughout, um, predominantly a non-playing captain, and yeah, it was a massive help. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, that team, as we, you know, we've just spoken a minute ago outside of the studio. You've already won a lot of games before you've even stepped in the building. It was, there was a little bit of that. Certainly, John and Rob. John and Rob were the two players at the time that everybody looked up to. They were the only two players playing for England. Um, John was winning pretty much everything he did. Rob was world championship runner-up in '99. Um, two phenomenal players, yeah, and they'd win frames without getting the queue out. It was people mm-hmm. just had it in their head they couldn't beat them. Yeah, which is daft because it's one frame pool. Yeah, but uh, such with the reputation, you know, it says a lot for them that they're still right at the very top now. Oh yeah, of course. Tw- yeah. Twenty-four years later, they're still the two players to fear, which is it's some going, isn't it? It's testament to the longevity. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Did, did you find at the time that um, obviously you'd, you'd have probably entered singles competitions and doubles competitions, and I'm sure you've won your fair share anyway. But did you find at the time because you're entering alongside these guys that are not just your teammates, but they are the best about? Did you find that it was tough? It was to very tough. My first year in Burton, um, entered the singles, got to the final, played John, three 0 up, um, looking like four, but played a cannon, went in off. And besides two breaks, I was five three down, and that's the standard he was at. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, he was. He was playing very well then. He was also he was a pro player then as well. He was on the three PO tour along with Rob. Um, yeah, you couldn't separate them then. They were both phenomenal. phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, superb. So John, you couldn't even let Keith have one. Couldn't even let him have that. <laughs> <laughs> Meant to be teammates. <laughs> no, I mean. Fair play for, for everything you've won, because obviously then you come back, you've won a title in the Premier League with the joiners, I believe. Yep. Um, who was your who was your team? It was obviously a completely different team at that point. It, it was a different team, and I've not forgotten I won it, but I, I sort of wanted to check the facts with Mick you before <laughs> coming on to make sure I wasn't saying anything that was that, that, that was wrong. But as far as I can remember, there was Brett in the team, there was Paul Eaton, who was captain. Again, something I want to touch on later, the importance of a good captain and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think I've played for the best two around in yeah. Ken and Paul. Um, Wayne played. Um, myself. I think Pooch played. Okay. Yeah, so it was it, it was again, no shabby not, team. Not a bad side uh, again. Nogger played. Oh, yeah, uh, okay. And I believe Dean Marriott. Yeah, yeah so, it was, so it was... Steady enough. <laughs> it was a very, very good side, yeah. But yeah, no. I didn't... I sort of... When the dart 
finished, I didn't go straight to the joiners. I had sort of season, I think I played at Spot On with okay. Scoot, mm-hmm. Dave, and then went to the joiners after that. So there was like, like one season gap. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, all in all, 20 Premier League titles. Yeah, it's something to be proud of, yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, 19 in a row is in itself. I, th- I think we had a spell sort of during that where we had a ridiculous run. I think we won 49 games on the trot. We lost one, which I think was to Doveside, who at the time were pretty much runner-up every time we won it. Yeah, they, they were, were your competitors, weren't they? Yeah, without a doubt. You know, it, it was a, they had a great side. Mm-hmm. Um, but they just... The difference between... The, it was the games between us didn't decide the league. They tended to, to lose a silly one here and there. And, and again, Ken's mentality was... Don't want to lose to mid to low table oh, no, to our sides. Mm. They're the sides you need to beat and beat comfortably. Yeah, and he took those games, if not more seriously than the, the games against the side. He, he said, "Look, we need to keep the pressure on. We need to win these games," and that was his mentality. Yeah, that's good. That's the best mentality to have. And yeah, it's it, it worked. Yeah, excellent. Um, yeah, so no, well done on on all of them yeah. achievements. I mean, it, it, I'm sure it wasn't just. League titles along the way, you must have you must have smashed out a few cups as well. I think we won eight doubles, so we won the cup eight times as well. Yeah, it's, it's some going. Deserves one of these guys. There we go. You've earned that, Keith. <laughs> you can add that to the accolades. Good stuff. Um, obviously, along with what you've done locally, yep, you've represented your country. You've captained your country. Um, something not everyone has the pleasure of doing. Um, no. Do you want to talk to us about your time with your country? Great, really proud times. Um, again, you've got to uh, I thank Ken for pushing me, and Rob and John were massively important. I remember I'd finished in the top five in the region in the counties, which was then the criteria to get to qualify for England trials, mm-hmm. and Scooter done the same. And we were denied a bit whether to go. I, th- I remember the trial, I think it was 2003, it was in Milton Keynes. Okay. And it was 96 players top four players guaranteed the place um, and it was done on a Swiss system which so if you won your first frame you'd play somebody with the same stats the next frame so if you won one lost one you'd play somebody that won one lost one Okay. and so if you'd won two lost none you'd play someone the same yeah. and basically once you'd lost four frames you're out alright okay um, but just going back a little while I remember really remember it very well. John and Rob used to take me and Scoot to McCluskey's over in Derby in Spondon. Okay. Uh, for about eight weeks before practicing, to a couple of times a week, mm-hmm. um, and their experience and knowledge was massive. So we were both playing well when we went to the trials, and Scoot's there was a lad there called Roger Whitaker, and we were told this is the lad that. He's going to smash this, and everybody else is playing for the other places anyway. So he's played Scoot first frame. Scoot's beat him. Okay, just just one frame. And I've lost my first frame to a, a lad called Rhino, who actually got in the team. He was a very good player. Um, so you kind of, in a strange way, relax me a little bit. Yeah, it, it could have had the other effect, but I felt quite relaxed. And I went. I think I won my next nine, and Scoot went undefeated on he won eight out of eight, and we ended up finished first and second. Out of ninety six players, so really, really proud of yeah, it. Yeah, that's brilliant. That is. Uh, yeah, we got in and had our first tournament, which was the Home Nations in Canberra Sands in two thousand and three. Okay, um, which was good. Um, we both played it. There was three men's teams then, 
obviously there was the A team B one B twos. We were both obviously first season in the B twos, which uh, Mark Sterling played. That was in the first team I played for, and so was Dave yep. Fernandez. Oh, brilliant! Um, is it right in saying that you and Scoot were the third and fourth from around this area? I believe that Rob and John were the first two players to play internationally, mm-hmm. and I believe Scoot and I were the next two. Certainly at the time, I'm not sure if Gary played for England prior to Rob and John. Ah, yeah, okay. That that may have happened, with that, but it was before my time here, so I'm not. Percent on that yeah. fact, John or Rob, if you're listening, if you could uh, confirm or or, 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 not. or or deny, but yeah, so the we were the next two. Yeah, no, that is that is brilliant going. Um, you play for the men's, you've played for seniors, you captained as well. Yep. Um, what's the? Is there kind of a different added pressure? Because I'm assuming you captained and played at the same time, which is quite tough. He's captained and played at the same time. Um, a little bit more pressure because. Whilst you're concentrating on your own game, you're also trying to work your order out for mm-hmm. yeah. the next game. A little bit easier because you know, it's not designated breakers. You lag for every break. So you're really picking the 11 players that you want to play out of 13, 14. And obviously, first couple of matches, you've given everybody a game. And then, obviously, you start to take a bit of interest in people's stats and statistics after that. And yeah. finding out which players like to play early, which players like to play towards the back of the set, mm-hmm. who you can rely on when it comes to the crunch. And uh, you know, that was it, really. That was that was that was quite. There wasn't. It, there was no tablet saying you didn't. You weren't inputting anything. Or paper. You wrote your team on a piece of paper mm-hmm. each set. It was um, put the adhesive off the back. It was stuck onto the score sheet, and that was it. <laughs> oh, brilliant. So, and so, and it, it, if you won a frame, you had to go to the top table and tell them you won. I remember. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, so, yeah, yeah I remember. Yeah, okay. So yeah, there was one of this um, tablets. Wow. Yeah. That is a throwback. That. Yeah. Um, no, brilliant. So, did you bring any titles home from your time with you, with playing for England? Yeah, we won the home nations, um, won the European Championships in Germany, uh, five man team, that's, which uh, again proud of. And Scoot and Chippo were teammates at the time. Yeah, yeah excellent. That, yeah, that was a, that is some going. That was a great tournament. Yeah, really enjoyed it. No, brilliant. I mean, yeah, fair play. It's something that everybody wants to do, and it, as we discussed earlier, there's not. There's not a wide range of players from Burton that have played for their country. Um, and so to be one of them, especially when you see how kind of big Paul's getting right now, it must be a great sense of pride. It is. It's, it's yeah, I'm immensely proud of it. Um, it's, Burton's one of those areas where you've got a concentration of very, very good pool players. And you'll find little pockets that throughout the country. There's, mm-hmm. there's Beats, there's Stoke, there's areas in London, there's... Up north, where Andy Appleton's club is, you'll find that good players in a good league breeds good players. Yes. So, so there must be. I think we had a quick talk about it. Five, six hundred players playing Burton, mm-hmm. and there's probably been thirty players that have represented the country, which you know, for a small town, is is, is brilliant. It's excellent, and it yeah. needs it needs to be spoken about a lot more in in, in my eyes. You know, because yeah. I I I know you obviously through the pool leagues, but I I hadn't known you played for England. No. And I found out now, and it's it's great to know. It's great to know these things about players um, that have played in the past, f- coming from someone that's not played for so long. Um, it was the old days. It was uh, shirts and waistcoats as well. It wasn't polo oh, shirts. It brilliant was, uh, ties, and yeah, it should still be that way. It should it, still be. It, it, it felt nice. To, yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, to to put that on, and it really helped as well because 
whether we were in a caravan or a chalet, I was with Robin, John and Scoot, mm-hmm. Shippo, and you were, there was a great sort of support, support for each other as well. It was, yeah, it was, yeah, of course. It, it was really good times, yeah. Brilliant. We, we travelled together, we roomed together, we, yeah, it was good. No, that's excellent. It's, um, it's great to know. It's great to know. You've also represented your county. Um, yeah. I think you did about 22 years in a row, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. And brought in the title in 2006. The county, the county A team, team event to win that is quite an achievement. Oh, yeah. It's, it's tough, tough. Um, I think I've been to four finals, if you count seniors and men's, um, lucky enough to win it 2006. Again, the core of the side, Rob, John, Shippo, Scoot, mm-hmm. myself, Mick Shaw played. Yeah. Dean Hamilton, um, Gary played. It was, yeah, it was. It was still tough to win. Um, we had a. I played. Staffs kind of went a little bit to the wayside for me when it sort of moved to Stoke. Um, so obviously, I play for Derby now. Mm-hmm. In between that, we played for we had a sort of a South Derbyshire team, Derby UA, which was probably the best team I played in. Played home matches from the joiners, and the atmosphere was yeah, but it was amazing, frightening. Mm. Um, together with the core players that I've mentioned times already, you, you could add to that Sheck, Brett, mm-hmm. Pooch. It was some side. Yeah, um, we'd we'd flew through and got to the quarterfinals, and Pooch was probably the best player at the tournament, and uh, unfortunately had to come back. His lad's birthdays, and uh, yeah, I don't know what would have happened if he stopped. So we just lost the quarterfinals, but he was head and shoulders the best player. That particular yeah, tournament in that yeah. one, yeah, yeah. No, he was he was flying. So, yeah, but uh, one player doesn't make a team. So yeah, no, that's, but, uh, that is true. Yeah, but, uh, it would have been nice if you if you could have stopped. Yeah, of course, that's the best I've ever seen him play. He was he was really really frightening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really good. He, he's one of those players again that. Can do it. You know, I've got a list here of players that I've been lucky enough to play with, and that on the day they're all scary. Yeah, I, I cannot. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know from first hand, but I also can imagine. So, yeah. in their in their prime, especially. I mean, I'm not saying that none of them aren't in their prime now, because I I don't think there's much of a a prime in pool. It's not like football and other sports where you do have a prime because of your age. I think pool you can play for so long. There's there's a level of consistency that. Perhaps as you get older, you, you slightly lose. Mm-hmm. Um, and some players need a lot of practice. And the amount of practice they're having will depend on the form. Some players can go weeks without picking a queue up, picking up, and, it's, and like they've never been away. Um, yeah, and I'm very envious of them. <laughs> and it, it, I, it, I just... It's a, Brett, for instance, is a phenomenal pool player. Yeah. Uh, who can go missing for months, literally pick his queue up and play some frightening stuff. Yeah. It's, yeah, it, uh, yeah, one of the players I, I do enjoy playing with and watching, definitely. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go back a minute, um, just whilst we were talking about County. It, it was interesting because I've not actually had anyone on, on the show yet that I've been able to discuss the whole moving to Stoke yeah. with Staffordshire. You know, that discussion has never come up and it's something that not only myself but quite a few people were involved in. Um how how big of a loss for Staffordshire was that? Because when you look at the teams now, 
and this isn't you know this isn't a dig at anyone, but when you look at the teams now, you look at Derbyshire's team. Yeah, it's Staffordshire Pool sort of for me originated. I sort of played when it was run from the Premier Club. Again, I think Ken was captain in the side, and it, everything ticked along nicely. It was a very good side. Ken had a again the same ethic that he did with his league sides. Yeah. The year we won it, we all went together in the minibus. Mm-hmm. Nobody was allowed not to go on <laughs> to go on their own. Brilliant. It was, um, and it was, it was a little bit of a funny story. It was we'd got through to the quarterfinals, which was on the Sunday, and um, right after the last game, we got us all together. Like curfew, lads, eleven o'clock, all back in your caravans. Right. Okay, Kent. Right, so off, off, uh, off he trots. <laughs> At 11 o'clock, we saw the old sheepskin coat walking around the <laughs> pub looking for everybody in the nightclub, and there's me and Rob hiding behind us, said to be He never did find out, thankfully, but luckily we went on and won it anyway. Oh, that's all right then. Um, so it, it went there, then, then I think it moved to, I think we played from spot on. Uh, we, did, we did have a season, we did play from, the season we won it, we actually played county from Stratton Bowls Club. Oh, really? That's, Stratton Bowls? Yeah. yeah. We, okay. We, 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 Never lost a league game or county match there, and that's the year that we won the county finals. That's amazing to know because I'm I'm around the corner from the Stratton Bowls and we've played there in the league a couple of times in the last couple of years, and you just would not know that history. No, no it was a it was a. I don't think many people unless they played would actually know or even yeah. believe that fact. But no, no, that yeah. is that's brilliant. Yeah. That, that is wicked to know. We, we won every game, um, in qualifying at home. Uh, as a team, we never lost a game there, and then we went and won the county finals. Which, uh, That's brilliant. That is, that is big respect to Stratton Bowls. Love that. Um, no, we've got lots to discuss still, so um, we're going to we're going to swiftly move on. Okay. Um, there was a few topics you wanted to speak about, which is which is fine. We'll do a couple of them now, and then we'll jump on to some of the questions I've had sent in. Okay. Um, <laughs> because you know, okay, we're nearing the halfway point, and they really? I can tell. I can tell they're, they're itching to hear it. So, um, yeah, we're going to talk now about the importance of a good captain. And as you say, you've played for two of the best, Paul Eaton, Ken. You know, talk to us. Did they have many differences between the two of them? It's, I think that people sort of undervalue the role a captain plays. Yes. Um, certainly at local leagues... With the breaks being predetermined, so obviously away sides break, odd numbers, home side breaks, even numbers. Ken was very good at who to pit against who and who to give the break to at certain times. And if we were playing a certain team, we'd know who to play against them. And he, he was very, very good at that. It, it was very hard to play for. It was, it was, yeah, you didn't, you'd never get great deal of praise out of him he was yeah he he was ruthless stubborn if he said grass was blue (laughs) it was blue Um, very similar to Paul Paul their their sort of attitude and mentality is very very similar and it's it's hard to say to to, to favour one over the other I, I think you'd have to say locally Ken had the edge because of what he's achieved I agree um, looking at what I'm looking at. Outside of Burton, county-wise, although Ken, Ken has won the county finals twice, but county, and certainly what Paul's done on the international of England. scale is 
frightening him. He's been he's won world championships, European championships, um, and everybody you talk to that plays for him says what a good captain he is. And you know, I've, I've played for him for a number of years in various sides in various leagues. We've 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 gone and dominated the Coville League when we went and, and, and played over there. Yeah, and he's again very very stubborn, very determined. Knows exactly what he wants. Doesn't you know, <coughs> both. Handle handle you in different ways. Both man- management's a little bit different mm-hmm. how they approach it, but they both get results. Yeah. So I don't. I, I think the role of a captain is is underestimated. And if, if you look at the good sides, they've had somebody at the top of it that's yeah that's running it. Slightly different. Paul plays and Ken doesn't. And I think certainly Hustley Bustley County finals. When if you're a non-playing captain, it's an advantage. <laughs> Yeah, but both, yeah, both been great to play for. Yeah, as you say, you know, you, you believe you've had the two best, yeah, uh, and uh, without doubt, when you look at everything, if you look at statistics, but you also, if you know them as people and you know what they were about, yeah. it'd be hard to disagree. No, yeah, you, you, at the end of the day, you can only look at someone's career at what they've what they've brought to the table at the end of it. What exactly? Yeah, and they've, they've both brought multiple, multiple titles. Yeah. No, that's brilliant. Um, just on to the next topic. Um, this is quite a, quite an interesting one because it's not something that I've asked before. Um, but the difference a good landlord makes. Massive again. Um, a good landlord that's enthusiastic and looks after you, looks after the table, creates a nice atmosphere. Mick at the joiners, Mick Inks, was one of a kind, the nicest bloke you'll wish to meet. So so sad he's not with us. Mm-hmm. Um, but a great landlord looked after his tables. Always made sure you had the best balls, the best conditions. Tables were brushed, the tables were ironed. Good food on time. You should <coughs> took a massive interest in the pool as well. That's good. And mm-hmm. no shabby player as well. He could play as well. Oh really? Yeah. So yeah, he was a pool, um, Roger Key at the dart. The dart was a tough gig for a landlord without, yes. <laughs> without any shed of a doubt. Everyone would agree, yeah. And he took no <coughs> nonsense off anybody. Mm-hmm. Again, not not a pool player himself. He tried, but he, he'd be the first to admit he wasn't a pool player. But he ran the pub and everybody respected him. And he loved his Wednesday nights. Yeah, that's good. So, And that just creates the right atmosphere. Yes, correct. Um, Ken, at the, at the Prem, again... I can't speak hard enough for him. And everything was perfect. Your playing conditions were perfect. Mm. So yeah. yeah. No, brilliant. Yeah. yeah brilliant. Again, I think the other thing I'd place a massive importance on, your home venue is a good table. Yes. Yeah. Mm. I've been looking everywhere I've played and the tables have been good. Yeah. It's massively important. Huge, yeah. I mean, people say a bad table or something like the fast table at the Crown... It's no advantage to the home because it's just not. You know, it's you need a good table to play mm. on. So, and you, know, you, you don't want the table beating you. No, agreed. Yeah, agreed. Um, what do you make of ultimate pool and kind of the future that it's possibly bringing into with it being on telly and the amount of people that are watching it? The game has just snowballed massively in the last few seasons, and ultimate pool whilst. I'd always agree with how they do things. What they've done is 
amazing for the sport. They've brought it to the masses. They've the television coverage, the, the tournaments they run, um, the players they've got playing. They've got, yeah, it's you know, I mean, you can you can now put your laptop on or your tablet every weekend and watch a money match or an ultimate pool tour or a tournament or a competition. And it's 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 getting out there that, that the money makes it for the top players now. They can concentrate on pool. Like your you last uh, person in here, Jack, now is a full time professional. Um, I'm not a massive fan of the rules. No, um, I will say that mm-hmm. I, I, um, the loss of turn shot baffles me. Not baffles me. I just don't think it's right, um, and it can turn the game when you're in complete control. So that that is everything else. I'm fine with. Loss of turn shot, I just cannot agree with. So next Sunday at this competition, I'm am I going to see you scratching I'm, your head? <laughs> I'm actually playing on Sunday in, the, <coughs> in my first international competition. So ah, I, think be, I'll, I think I'll be all right. Yeah, I think you'll be fine. <laughs> just have a little read up on the rules before yeah, we go. You'll yeah. be okay. I've watched enough of it, so I should be okay. Yeah, brilliant. Um, two people that I hope will be listening in at some point. They, they might not be, but... Um, what do you make of the roles of the likes of Mick Hugh and Vinnie Loden and, and how they're running things with the Wednesday and Sunday leagues? Mick, I think, does and has done an absolutely amazing job. Um, I know a lot of people have different opinions. For me, whenever I've wanted to know anything, I pick the phone up, Mick's got the answer. Every um, time? Every single time. Um, if, I, if I need to rearrange a game, I've got somebody's number... I spoke to him before I came on the show just to check, just to ask what I'd won and when I'd won it, and within an hour he'd come back with a with a list of the whole lot. achievements. And it's it, it it it's one of those things where you're not appreciated. Mm-hmm. You're only people. A lot of times, people will only get in contact with you when they've got a, a grievance. There's not many people pat him on the back and say, yeah well done again for another good season and the stats and the write-ups and without people like Mick leagues wouldn't exist yeah. mm-hmm. and you, know, you can't you can't put a, a value on what he does um, with what Vinny's doing now um, pretty much everything that's being organised or being run is being done by Vinny um, so I don't know how he has the time I really don't because he's doing got, well isn't he he's got a family he's he, I know he plays Tuesday, I know he plays Wednesdays, I know he plays Sundays, he runs the Sunday League, mm. he runs pretty much every competition. <coughs> but a really, really nice lad. Um, for, through one reason or another, <coughs> Graham and I didn't play Graham Sherratt um, for a side, but we wanted to enter the seniors. And we f- I phoned Vinny up and said, would you mind if we come and had a few frames with you so we get enough frames in to play in the, in the seniors, which Graham went on to win. And uh, he said no, and... We ended up playing all season with him and his lads and, and, a, and a couple of the young lads. And, Good you know, experience for them, the young lads. Thoroughly enjoyed it, yeah. It was really nice and <coughs> Vinny was, yeah, really helpful. Excuse me. And even now, I don't do Facebook or social media, uh, but Vinny will text me and say there's a competition, do you want to enter? Mm-hmm. And you know, to even, with how busy he must be to think of that, it's just, yeah, just nice. So, yeah, so, yeah, two, nice. so two top lopes, yeah. Brilliant. Um, I'm going to couple of, ask a couple of the questions now that have been okay. put in um, just before we, we move on, because as I say, the time is flying and we don't want to leave any of this out because your team want to hear the answers. So I've um, got a few questions here from your Wednesday night team, lad you've been playing with for, for a while. 
these are the old Dubside lads. Um, Graham Sherratt, Sean Bates, Wayne Pereira, James Cox, Dan Bates. Um, we decided to give it a go and get together and have a, a couple of seasons. And I think um, Jim and Sean are quite good mates with the lads at Break Room, so that's where we've been playing from. Yep. And, uh, I've, I've gone to Blackpool with them to Bapto for about the last six or seven years. And yeah. Absolute good bunch of lads. You might say different in about five minutes. I suspect I will. <laughs> okay, um, I'll ask you the serious one first. Okay. Okay, because there's only one. <laughs> um, and they've asked you who you believe the best player in the league is. It's 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 not a tough question. It's John. Yeah. Um, because of what he's achieved and how good he is. I always have a slight... Pretty much everyone's going to say John. I feel that Rob is there's not a great deal in it. Mm-hmm. John's just probably one more on us, and and that's it. Rob is a phenomenal player, and Kyle will be. He already is a phenomenal player, um, and with his ethic, the practice he puts in, his temperament, his commitment, his dedication, he could go as far as he wants. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Pleasure to play with you, nice lad. Yep, brilliant. No, good answer. This is where the tables turn. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, now I don't, I don't have a clue what these are about, so I'm just going to ask you and try and understand. I think most of these will be quite specific to the people that are asking them. Go on then. Was there really a shark in SWAT? Yes. <laughs> that was a brief answer. <laughs> I have no idea. What, I will what the, uh... briefly try and elaborate. Yeah, go on. We were. At a Bapto tournament in Blackpool, and we were on the tram coming back from the town. So okay, this kind of coincides with the next question. So, so about the Blackpool trams, fantastic. <laughs> so we'd we'd uh, we'd had a few beers, and I was explaining to two pensioners that there used to be a, a pet shop in Swallowing Coat that had two shops in. Anyway, they weren't having it. Wouldn't believe okay. me, but it is. It is but it is true. true. Yep. Okay. They're not there now because it's not a pet shop. But, they're, they're, so. <laughs> right, okay. but for some reason, it caused, they're in the sea now. <laughs> it caused amazing hilarity with the lads. Excellent. Um, yeah, great question. Um, that moves us on to your opinion on the Blackpool trams. Fantastic form of transport. Big oh, fan. Huge. I don't know why. I just think it's better than a bus. It stops straight outside the Norbrick Castle. Jump on it, and off you go into town for two pounds something, and off you come back again. There's, there's at least two as well because they go past each other. Ah, okay, yeah, excellent. No, good. Um, the next one, which is the, the, just the last one from your Wednesday team, so you can breathe a bit easily now. Um, are you aware, and you knew this was coming, are you aware your tip has been voted the worst ever on the pool circuit? Yes. It's They seem to take pleasure in showing it people, and then people take photos of it, and it gets posted here, there, and everywhere. But it's it's... On a serious note, I'll, I'll explain the story behind it. It's the same queue I've always had. It was my snooker queue, and it's now my pool queue. It's the same one? Same I've had for close to 40 years. Um, I was given it by a chap I used to work with who taught me to play snooker. And get a lovely, lovely queue, raw presentation queue, quite an old handmade queue. And about three months later, he passed away. So I've kept it. Had 
a few modifications. I had it split. It was a one-piece queue and I had about a three-quarter piece Is it queue. a bit like Trigger's Broom off only four stars? Quite similar. And <laughs> obviously, as you get a bit older, your eyesight's not quite so good. And I used to play with a 9 mil tip and went to see Tony Glover and had a splayed ferrule put on. So it's obviously thinner at the bottom yeah. than wider at the top. So mm-hmm. that took the tip to sort of just over 10 mil and used to play without it overhanging. Again, eyesight's starting to go a little bit. Tip started to mushroom, and that's where it is. That's it. That's it. That's the story, and ah. it works for me. So no, that's it. You do what works. Yeah, you know, why fix what's not broken, right? That's right. <laughs> Excellent. Um, I'm not one to tinker. I don't change the type of tips. I don't change my chalk. It's been a blue diamond chip with triangle chalk from pretty much day yeah. one. Yeah, that's fair. You know, you do what works at the end of the day. I think there's enough psychology in the game with people changing cues, tips, and and the next cue. Playing badly, it's you. It's not the tip, it's not the cue, it's not the chalk. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I mean, that takes off the next question that was from Adam Edwards, who um, I believe he asked for the story behind the tip. That's it. You've given us. There you go. There you go, Adam. Sorted. Happy days. Um, Rob Chambers dropped me a message and um, he he said something about him being desperate for the toilet. Uh, I can't tell that story. (laughs) Thanks, Rob. No, <laughs> I can give you the gist of it. Yeah, okay, we'll take that. That'll do. We were playing, no swearing. Um, we were playing in Bridlington, and it was a particularly heavy session. Um, and we we weren't allowed in the digs we were booked in for England until the next day, so we'd, we'd got whatever we could. And the bathroom facilities weren't amazing. Okay. And... I was using the toilet and in pulled Rob, who also needed the toilet, probably a little bit more desperate than me. <laughs> okay. And, uh, we'll just say that the sink got used as opposed to the toilet, which was... Fantastic. Toilet, and we'll leave it at that, actually. Yeah, I? we'll leave it there. That's yeah, yeah. that's fine. Everyone else, you can use your imagination. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's brilliant. Um did have another question before I came on that I haven't had a chance to note down, so if you bear with me just a second. Let's have a look. It was from John Chambers. So we move on from Ron, Rob to John. He's asked about a frying pan at county finals. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was um, fairly recently. This is we okay. were playing. For, I think I think it was Derbyshire, and I work for myself, and it's always difficult with what I do to be on time perfectly. Anyway, uh, Paul, John, I think Lee Turner and Nogger were picking me up. Obviously, I wasn't ready. So. <laughs> okay. So I've foolishly invited them in while I get finished oh getting ready. So um, off we go, and we, we get to the county finals, and first day as you do, get accustomed to the surroundings, a few beers, off you go to the flyer, which is another story I'll come to perhaps shortly. And so next morning, I'm up, so I'm always up early. I said, I'll do breakfast, lads. So the sound, so bacon sandwiches are on the go. And I'm frying away in this pan, I said... Uh, Good pan this is, lads. I said, uh, I've got one like this at home. Oh, God. And obviously, it was mine. So, uh, thanks for that, boys. <laughs> That's brilliant. So that is excellent. They'd rumbled in the kitchen and pinched me frying pan. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Um, he added a bit to extra to the end. We'll see what he said here. Um, salty pizza. Salty pizza. Um, England three-man. Rob, John and I were playing... Um, a tournament 
mid 2000s I'm guessing and John Attridge had sponsored us and we'd gone got through to the last 16 and this was the last game on the Saturday and it wasn't very late it was about 4 o'clock and we were four all John was on last and we were dead and buried the lad had a straight black in the middle to knock us out anyway he's jawed it and John's potted it and so we threw to quarterfinals the next morning um, now John Rob at the time was quite partial to a shandy and I quite liked to drink then but John didn't uh, John was adamant we weren't going out okay um, but <coughs> Rob and I had different ideas so we, we came to a compromise and we uh, said we'll have a nine o'clock curfew and we'll get something to eat and we'll go back to the digs and have a game of cards how did that work it worked no, oh okay we did it okay so we've gone back, we've gone to Speedy Peppers, which is quite a famous pizza place in Bridlington. Um, ordered a pizza, gone back to the Diggs Power Cup. So Typical. We sat under an emergency light eating the saltiest pizza <laughs> I've ever had in my life. Um, but yeah, it was a good time. But we, we kept a word, we, we, we went back at nine o'clock. No, you did well, you did well. Amazingly well. Um, and the last piece put um, a nightclub... We paid to get another time in Bridlington. We'd um, we decided to go out and there's a nightclub called I think it was Liberties and it was the main nightclub. But there's another one on the seafront and it was a pound to get in. And there was I think me, Rob, John, probably Scoot, I think at the time. And so I said, "Oh, I'll get this. I was four quid, so I paid to get in." I've walked around the club, so right, we're going, there's nobody in. So straight out. So I proceeded to throw another £4 in the sea, just, uh, <laughs> which, which they uh, found very funny, bless them. How long ago was that? That was a while ago. There was pounds again. And, and they still you remember. Can tell, like, you can tell. <laughs> on. It, yeah, I've got a good memory for it. You can, I can tell That's you matches and all sorts. That's I'm brilliant. Good on, on, on memories. That's what we like to hear. Um, okay, no, that's brilliant. Thank you for your questions, guys. If you do have any more I might struggle to get them in, but if you if you drop them through to me, I'll see what I can do. We are going to move on to this quick fire section. Okay. Um, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna fire them out to you. You answer. Okay. It's up to you if you want to explain them or not, but that's fine if you don't. Okay. okay? So, best one frame player, Rob Chambers. Phenomenal under pressure. Um, if you if you mortgage one frame, you'd pick Rob. Yeah, you're not the first that said that on the show. Yeah, okay. Best cue action? Wayne Pereira. Okay. Very accomplished snooker player and a very good cue action. And a mention there also to Dazzy but I think has got a great cue action. Yeah, okay, brilliant. Best one-ball player? James Cox. Phenomenal one-ball potter. Also mentioned there to Nogger. Nogger is a brilliant one-ball potter, but Coxie, big shot. Makes long put long pots more often than not. Very Brilliant. very good at that. Okay. Best safety player. Unusual on this. I've got to be modest, and I can't say myself. Uh, Graham Sherrett. Okay. I practice a lot with Graham, um, and it's always serious practice. And some of the safety he does is really good. No good. Most competitive. Graham again. You won't believe how competitive he is. Okay. Ultra ultra competitive. Um, Great bloke to practice with because you know, we always play sets. We always play first to nine for a five or something just to just to make it interesting. 
and it can be four nil up, and it, it'll snook you to death. He's just losing his his mentality. Very, very competitive chap. Oh, brilliant! This is a, this is an interesting one. Worst loser. Check by an absolute mile. Never his fault. He doesn't <laughs> lose very often. But a terrible loser again due to his ultra competitiveness. Yeah. I've got. I think he's a great player. But <coughs> when when he loses. It's, it's quite funny. Yeah, any of my lads sat across from me would say me, so um, I won't have any of them on the show. Um, best table you've played on? The best table I've played on was probably Premier A. It's very, very good. Um, the dart table we played on was very good. And probably the best table around here now is Belmont Club. That is, I play there on a Thursday, um, and it's really, really yeah, nice. It's nice. It's yeah, nice. Really nice, yeah. Okay, best money match player. This is a tricky one, and it's going to be an, an answer that not many people will think will say. People will say, I'll, "I'll play." I'll say Kyle. I won't say Kyle because it, his last money match was the best I've seen a Burton player perform in a money match against George. It was outrageous. Mm-hmm. But the best money match player locally I've seen was Brett. Um, he had a spell. I think he won six on the trot against some good, good players. Shane Webster, he beat John Sullivan at the time. He was, it, it, I think his money match record for a Burton player is probably the best. Yeah, okay, that's fair. So the most clever slash tactical player? Check. His, his brain, he's got a very good snooker brain. I've not seen him play a lot of snooker, but I've heard how good he is. But his, his tactical brain at Paul was very, very good. Yep. Best breaker? Best breaker an unusual choice um, because I don't play with him it's only if, when I've played against him or when I've seen him when we're both at the break room he's Daz Hubbard okay he's got a phenomenal break monster yeah mm-hmm. absolute monster break yep I'm interested on this one as well luckiest player Mike Flanagan honestly uh, yeah you're not the first that said that actually I've, I've, I've played county with Mike and I've played team pool with Mike and the shots people miss against him and it's not his fault <laughs> it always seems to be him. Yeah. It was amazing, <laughs> just so funny sometimes. He, I can remember playing one game, I think we were away at Stoke, and he could not win any frame. I think he ended up winning four out of four. People were just collapsing. It was just very funny towards the end, but just no reason to. No, no, no rhyme or reason why, but it just. Yeah. Not his fault. No, it no, just happens. Definitely not his fault, no. It just happens. Hardest to beat. Your hardest to beat will be the player that has a bit of a sign over you. We've all got them. We've all got players that, when you play them... Oh, yeah, I've got a couple. Mm-hmm. And I've said him about three times now, but I struggle to beat Sheck. Don't know why. It's just when I play against him, he, he just seems to break in dish or pull a clever safety shot out or a dry break and he finishes. It's just, he's just one of those players where he's a difficult player for me to yeah. play. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And... This is a good one. The best drunk player. It's a drinking game, and it's a drinking environment. Now, I'm terrible when I've had a drink. I can't play at all. But I've played with players that, no matter what state they're in, or how many drinks they've had, you can't tell. They play the same. And the top three, probably in reverse order, is Rob. Um, I don't know how he'd be now. He doesn't drink as much, but when he was drinking, he was good. Again, Sheck, um, I've seen him fall over. Addressing the table and still play. 
but the best is Brett. Mm-hmm. Again, after a few beers, you wouldn't tell. And a very, very good player when he's had a few beers. Yeah. That's it. That's Brett Bailey, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brett Bailey, yeah. The best doubler? Scott. Scott West. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, agreed. That's fair. Yeah, quite outrageous. <clears throat> best player down the rails? Kyle is phenomenal down the rails. You leave it, you think he's going to move that in a minute. I remember I watched George's money match. Flick that out now, just leaves it, bangs him down the rail like... Yeah, no fear at all. Just massive confidence in his own ability and a, coupled with a very, very smooth cue action. Um, yeah, doesn't miss down the rails. Mm-hmm. So frustrating. Yeah. yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and the last one we're going to ask, the best roommate that you've had. I've roomed with lots of people in those. Sometimes you're in a caravan, so you're not really rooming with someone, but... Um, Rob was very good to room with. You'd think he'd be laughing and joking. It was good fun. And Scoot was good to room with. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah Brilliant. So that was that was the quick fire section. Okay. I think I'm actually I'm going to say thank you because I feel like I could use that every week. That's that's <laughs> a good. That is a good thing to use to get people's opinions on certain players and certain things in the game. So no, thank you very much. I think whilst we've got a few minutes before we we kind of start closing up the show, okay. um, we're going to move on to your five aside team. Okay, now this team, you are going to be number one. So it's four players you've got. I know it makes it tough. You've played with a lot of good players. It is. And I've probably not mentioned the first player enough tonight. Okay. Um, it's a person that got me into pool. And up until probably a couple of years ago, was an ever-present in every team I've ever played for, and that's Wayne Shipley. Um, an underestimated player, very, very good player. But... It brings something to a team that is so important. He would never miss a match. He would be the first player there at practice. He'd be um, the most reliable player <coughs> any captain could ever wish to have. Um, he would always give you 100%. Um, I've won doubles titles with Wayne in Burton. I've won doubles titles in Overseal with Wayne Really good, you know, the, the person I've probably spent the most time with playing pool locally. You know, big thanks to Wayne as well for that. Okay, brilliant. So he'd be my first choice. Yeah. I can't separate him, so I'd have to put Rob and John in. Um, purely because of the longevity of the time that I've played with them. For me, they come as a package, so I'll let you have that as a one. You will? Yeah, they come as a package. Okay. Um, it'd be hard to take one out and have one in, so... Um, I'm going to put Graham Sheraton. Um, a close friend, worked together, practiced together, a very good player, very competitive, wicked sense of humour. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no yeah. hesitation. No? Okay. So, what one well, more I'll let you have one more. I'll be generous. That's tough because I've wrote a list of, of players <coughs> down. Uh, the, these are the best players I've played with, so it's going to be one of these. Obviously, I've got Robin John. Dave Fernandez, again, I've picked up four or five double sword titles with him. Um, I'm not going to pick Dave because he's not from Burton, um, but great player. Check. Again, great player. Kyle, I've not played a great deal with, but he's got to be on everybody's list. Correct. Um, Brad Williams, for me, is 
the most naturally talented player out there. Mm-hmm. What he can do with the white, I, I was lucky enough to have three seasons with Bradley Coville and and play county with him. And if he's in the mood, very good. Yeah, he, he gets he gets a lot of mention on here. So Brad, if you are by any chance listening, reply to my message and get on the show. Um, Brett Bailey. Can do anything with the white. Q power, great break, good temperament, great player. Mm-hmm. Sean Bates, underestimated player. Um, probably the nicest bloke in Paul. Really nice bloke, but again, very competitive. Been an IPA professional, beat top players. He's beat Craig Marsh in a match, so he's he's, he's no very good player. Mm-hmm. Coxie, great player. Really, really solid. Wayne Pereira, another player, Shippo. But I've got one more pick, which which I wasn't expecting, um, which makes it tough. But I'm going to go for Sheck to, yeah, to to, to to come along because I can't beat him. <laughs> yeah, he's got <laughs> he, me in there. Yeah. He, he, he won frame matches, and again, he's he's a player that you want to be going on eight and nine in your set at the county or last frame because you know even when the situation looks down and out you know he's, he's going to conjure up something he's going to give it 100 mm-hmm. percent yeah so he, he hates losing yeah so that's fair. coupled with his you know, obviously ability as well yeah no very strong team yeah yeah decent team yeah um, but i think you could have picked any five and from the head yeah, it'd be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Team. um whilst you've got a couple more minutes before i before we start closing things up there was one more question we wanted to ask um, and it was to do with how the best players don't always make the best of sides. No, it doesn't, no. Um, and I'll let, you, I'll let you take the reins for a minute or so. You, you could get the best five players in Burton, put them in a team and they may not get on, they may not like the way they play, they may, they may all want the break, mm-hmm. there may be a lot of egos there. The, the best teams are the teams where there's a friendship, and which is why I go back to the, you know, the, the halcyon days of the, the start of the twenties with 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 Rob and John and Scoot and Shippo and Dave. We're all mates as well, and it makes a massive difference. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, and I didn't think I'd feel that again, but again I feel that with the lads I'm playing with now on a Wednesday. All really, really. I mean, I don't know them as long as I've known the other lads, mm. but we do get on really, really yeah. well. It becomes in Paul. I've noticed it. It can become a bit like a family very quickly in yeah. a team that you play with consistently, um, and that's that's what you want from from a hobby that you love, that you're going to do, and that you're trying to take serious. But at the same time, you can have a laugh when you go out. Yeah. <clears throat> that's what you want from the game. Yeah, no, no, brilliant. <clears throat> Listen, Keith. We've, we've spoken about a lot in the last hour and I really appreciate you coming into the studio and coming on the show. I'll let you have a little breather for a minute whilst I close up. No um, before I do that, actually, I best ask you, do you have any shout-outs you'd like to make to anyone that might be listening before I close? Well, I think I've pretty much... You have, yeah, you've done, yeah, you've mentioned the whole. No, brilliant, Keith. Thank you very much. Have a little breather and we'll, uh, we'll close up in a minute. Keep the headset on for now. Yeah, yeah, keep them on for now. Thank you. Um, yeah, so just a couple of shout-outs at the end of the show that we, that we usually do. Um, first one it's, it's a new one there's a there's a gentleman called Kevin Wheeler who does cues I'm not sure if any of you have heard of him I know um, Daz Hibbard's got one from him 
I believe. Um, his cues are, are exceptional and, you know, please go and check out his stuff. He's also doing new tips and things like that. So please go and check that out on Facebook. That's Kevin Wheeler. Um, as usual, my promoter, Mark Smith, the work he's been doing is excellent. He's had a big announcement made today. So if you go over to his page and check that out as well, keep up the good work, mate. If you want to check out his website, it is www.ukworldqsports.com for all of your snooker and pool feeds. Go and take a look. And lastly, my last shout out is obviously to our sponsor, Potter's uh, Snooker and Pool Club up in Swaddlingcote. Um, we're working closely at the minute. Excellent club. A couple of competitions coming up if anyone's interested in, I think they're, I think they're filled, but if you want to go and have a watch, we've got an international rules comp on the 25th of June, which is next Sunday. You will see me and Keith both there, both struggling with the rules, but both trying our best anyway. Um, and then they also have a flyer on the 1st of July, which I believe is a Saturday. Um, you know, I think they've got a barbecue on the go, so make sure you get up for that. Also, lastly, just, just with Potters, um, it's Father's Day on Sunday coming up. You know, if you're struggling for presents, get your dad down to Potters, have a game of pool. They've got queues, they've got cases, they've got a lot going on. Get yourselves in there. Um, and if Dave, Phil and Nez are, li- are listening in, Vinny just wanted to say thank you for all of the opportunities opportunities you're giving him recently. Um, you know, you're always accommodating him and he really appreciates it. And I think you'll probably get that vibe from Vinny anyway. Um, but no, that's it. It's been a great show. I hope you all at home enjoy your weekends. Uh, enjoy the sun while we've got it before it rains because it's coming. And uh, Keith, thank you very much. No problem. Thanks for having me. Excellent. See you later, everyone. Thank you very much. This show is part of Microbrew Radio, Burton on Trent's community radio station. You can hear this and plenty of other shows over on microbrewradio.com. Find our app on the iOS or Android stores, or just say, Alexa, play Microbrew Radio. And if you like what you hear, please let us know on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Thanks.